Now, we all know that Martin can metabolise a pint in five minutes, but I bet even he wouldn't turn his nose up at getting free beer delivered to his door. Yes, our friends at Beer 52 are offering our listeners a free case of eight unique craft beers. Just go to www.beer52.com forward slash WTAF and cover the postage of $5.95. Beer 52 is the world's largest beer club. Even Big Mandy is welcome, but not Colin. He's an utter bozo. Each month, members are sent a crate of beer with different themes. Don't like dark beer? Then choose the light option. Comes with a magazine and two snacks, BLT and crumpets not included. Don't be a cockwomble. Just go to www.beer52.com forward slash WTAF to get this amazing offer. That's www.beer52.com forward slash WTAF. Hey everyone, it's Pav here. And before we start this week's podcast, we just want to say a big hello and thank you to our new Patreon bozo. It's Becca Carroll. So thank you very much, Becca. And if you want to become a Patreon bozo, all you have to do is go to patreon.com forward slash WTAF. There you will find three different tiers, £1, £3 or £5 a month with their own benefits and rewards. And we also have our brand new Patreon-only exclusive show every Wednesday, this country, this week, especially for our Patreon bozos. So come and sign up, patreon.com forward slash WTAF. And now, on with the show. Another episode of Hanging Out with the Bulls! Hey Brian, great pants party last night. Oh, you're looking a bit rough. I'm feeling a bit rough, mate, but I won't once I've used my lawnmower 3.0 and my crop reviver. Oh, what's that? It's a ball toner and refresher. Quick squeeze of that, mate. You feel like a new ball. Oh, sounds good. Where do I get that? Well, I can do you a deal. I can get you 20% off plus free shipping. All you need to do is go to manscaped.com. That's manscaped.com. M-A-N-S-C-A-P-E-D.com. Use the discount code WTAF and you'll get 20% off and free shipping. Sounds amazing. Where was that again? Manscaped.com. The following podcast contains strong language, like what the actual fuck. Right, I'm Len, and uh, you're listening to what the actual fuck podcast. Don't know what the fuck that is. Some shit. Scarecrow Festival is like the most important day of the year. Daft cow. This is just ridiculous. What the actual fuck? 
Hey, what the actual fuckers, and welcome to WTAF for This Country podcast. Now, normally I'll say this is the man, but we've got no guest this week, so he is the guest. He's also the co-host. It's one and only Neil. Hello, Pav. <laughs> Are you all right? Well, I'm all right. How are you doing? Yeah, very well, thank you. Well, it's a special. It's a special day. It's a special yeah. episode because it's our third birthday, mate. It's unreal. Th- th- third year, three seasons. <laughs> it's crazy. crazy. Our Isn't third it weird? birthday. Yeah, it's gone so quick. So happy birthday. Happy birthday to you, my friend. And um, I'll give you the bumps next time I see you. Oh, is that what you're going to call it from now on? <laughs> <laughs> That's what the youngsters call it. Uh, so we thought, as this is a special episode, uh, we thought we'd do something a little bit some bit, little bit special. And we're going to go through our top 10 moments of this country. Now, we have both compiled our own top 10s. Yes. And, and the plan is that we are going to try and negotiate an actual top 10 moments. So, so it'll be a combined top 10 between the two of us, like that, you mean? Yeah, so the, the sort of idea is that if I've got one that is at number 10, and you maybe have the same one that's number 9, we could maybe put that at number 10, and then see what else is at number 9, and then, you know, I, I might state a case for something that should be 8th, and yeah. you might not even have it in your top 10. But you're, you might say, well, actually, my eighth is this. And I might say, yeah, that's actually better. Mm-hmm. So, so between us, we're going to compile our own top ten moments of this country. Now, obviously, we've got the free series and the special. I haven't included the Comet Relief special. No, well, a, bit, a bit short, isn't it? Yes. Um, but we've also got a whole ream of um, listeners and fans with their top ten moments so we will go through those as well yeah. um, at certain points of the night. I've got the paper here. Uh, Papers, <laughs> by the looks of it. Paper. Paper. <laughs> What's that from? Um, pa- pa- have you never seen so much paper? Paper. Where's that from? I recognise it big time. Anyhow. Water World. Oh, yeah, of course. That's right. Water World. Okay. Welcome to the Water World podcast, ladies and gentlemen. No. So here we go. So your, what's your first? So what's my your first at, my, number, n- at number 10. Number 10 is, I've got Steam Fair, the episode it's from, and it's when Curtin, at the end, leaves Kerry the soda stream, which she unwraps and thinks it's from his dad. It's from her dad, sorry. And the reason I put this, I love that moment, because it, it, it capitulates everything that this country's about in, in its heart. So it's a lovely little scene. I know he's... Basically, you know, it's, it's his good deed where he gives her the card and the soda stream. And, yeah, I know it's not the funniest moment, but it's got the heart that the show has all the way through that bit. And I think you're right, because there, there is a bit that's sort of quite funny, but it's a mm. very, very sweet scene. Okay. Yeah. Now, I've trouble I've got is I couldn't split between two. Okay. So I've, got, I've got two at number 10. Greedy. Um, I know. Um Curtain slaps a drink out of Slugs' hand. Yeah. Threatening letters. And the Curtain and Martin fight. Gypsy rules. Yeah, from Peeping Tom. Now, I couldn't... uh, Originally, it was Curtain and Martin fight. But because, again, there is so much in that slapping the the drink out of uh, Slugs' hand moment that there's high comedy, but the look on Slugs' face... That I can't believe my mate has just 
done that to me and I'm at my lowest ebb, I, I, I honestly cannot choose between the two. So that's like an uncomfortable comedic moment, isn't it, really? Because it's yeah. a nasty bit of comedy. Yeah. But it's only because Curtin has forced his hand. But no, it's a great scene. It's a scene we featured in one of our live shows. I I never put that in my list, actually. It was. Whereas but it's see, a good scene. The, the fight is just high comedy and the fact mm. that there's... Come on, Charlie, large potatoes, and yeah, you know, I, I, I play gypsy rules, I fight gypsy yeah. rules. Yeah, no, it is and a great it, scene, and that nearly made it into my top ten. That that's been edged out with, I, with some of the other ones. It's ones that gave me more of a belly laugh, right? My own personal laughing moments, rather than like I said, number ten. I included it because I do love that scene with the uh, soda stream and the heart that it has within it. So would you uh, say would you say that then that's um it, well because like you said you haven't got have you not got either of those ones that I've chosen in your top No, set? funnily enough. But I nearly had the um you know uh, the slap drink. Okay. So and they're they're both quite similar in the fact that they are a little bit comedic, but they've got mm. the bit that tugs at your heartstrings. So being that it, it's, it's on my list, but it's not in my top 10, I would happily put that in the top 10 because it resonates the same thing that I said. Okay, I'll take that. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, If I exactly. did put it on my list and it shows it's got, you know, you can see Curtin's guilt for doing it. Oh, he look, when he walks away, he looks devastated. Mm. He looks absolutely devastated. Um but yeah, okay, so we'll put that one at number 10 then. Curtin slaps a drink out of uh, Slugs' hand. Now, at number nine, some people may be shocked by this one, but I've got the BLT. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, um, only, and obviously it is, a, it is a classic this country moment. You know, many a meme has been made out of, mm. out of it. And the whole bit, right up to the fact, it's one of those moments that is almost like a sketch because it even has the button at the end. So yeah. they have the whole thing about, you know, go on, mum, say it, and then they get her to say tomato. And then that the, the way that Kerry is, like, laughing, and then she looks forward and goes, I still can't you know, stop thinking about those monkeys. Yeah. And there's a perfect button to that scene. I know. Well, I've got it higher. So You've got it higher. Right, yeah, okay. I think it's an iconic scene. So that to me, exactly for the reasons you stated, is a comedic genius moment. It's a sitcom gold. It, you remember, you know those shows, like usually on Channel 5 and they do the top 100 sitcoms or whatever. That's the clip that I think they would use in something like that. Do you think so? Yeah, that one, or the, there's another one which is in my list as well, obviously. So out of interest, then, what number have you put the LT out? So that's number three for me. Oh, number three. Because mm. when I first heard it, remember it was fresh, we hadn't heard it before, nobody had really mimicked it yet. It made me roar with laughter, and that to me is a good sign. I literally rewound it and watched that bit again just because yeah. it laughs, you know, it made me laugh so much. And then afterwards, not just through the WTAF or the Dump Gang or anything like that, you were hearing it at work other places did you see this country that tomato bit so yes come down as a classic scene but see see that's the thing i don't know whether or not then that makes me not get bored with it but the fact that well i've heard it so many times 
But then we're in the place where you are going to hear it so many times, aren't you? We're, we're in, in the, the bubble. We're in that bubble of we're going to keep hearing it. But you have to remember your reaction to when you first heard it. Yeah. And that's how I played this. And that, to me, was a top laugh. It's become iconic. It has. And it's also in one of my favourite episodes. So, Yeah, yeah. Okay, so would it be... Would you Do you think it would be cheeky to take my number nine, your number three and then divide it by two and put it as number six. No, no, I think that makes it oh, fair then, doesn't it? Do you think, well, I mean, look, I'm... I mean, I'll fight, I would I would genuinely fight for it to go higher, but I'm, I'm also, you know, quite diplomatic and understand I know, that, but I, I want to see, I want to well, see the, the nasty, Neil. You need to fight... Well, fuck you and put it at number three. <laughs> 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 uh, to be honest it's an iconic line and it's probably one of the most iconic lines and it was one of the most shared things when it first became a gif or whatever they call these things now and i i think it should be in the top five at least yeah no, I, 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 do. I, I do agree with you i do agree with you that that because of just the the I, iconicness of it if that is even a that's mm. even a word. I'll tell you what then. Let, let's pencil it in. Let's split the difference. Let's pencil it in as number four. Okay. Put is that number right four? Yeah, we'll put I'm it gonna, in at number four. I'm and I may put it fight in. for it to go higher. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, look, it's not set in stone yet. That's all I'm going to say. It's not set in stone. Um, so, right. So, what's your number eight? So, this is from the aftermath. And this is the bit in the garden, in the gym. Right. Curtain and slugs in the gym, and the bit where, and I still laugh all this time when I see it. When the vicar uh, yeah. has to get out of the grip, that is unbelievable because that is my number eight as well. Is it? That's my number nine. Oh shit! Was oh, yeah. it? Have we not? Have we done? Oh well, right, I've done my number nine. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, your number nine. That's your number nine. I yeah. thought, oh my god, we are so in sync. Yeah, well, no, we're pretty our, much are, aren't we? Our, pe- our, our periods are going to be in sync and everything. Mm. <laughs> All right, so you're, that's your number nine. Well, that's my number eight. So I'm happy that number so, eight or nine... I, I'm quite happy for it to go to number nine, then. We can put that one at number nine. Perfect. Um, but I was, I, I think, doing all the research for this top ten, That even though that's, for me, number eight, that was one of the clips that i just watched about 10 times it's really funny because i was trying to work out right i was trying to work out whether the vicar did it to make curtain feel better or whether curtain genuinely overpowered him because if you look at the just after that when he's pumping iron he's really struggling with like a really Mm. small weight so he hasn't got much strength but then the vicar really looks like he's struggling to get. Yeah, that, that's what made me laugh is the struggle on the vicar's face. And it got I to the took point it that he, I took it that he couldn't get out. I yeah. really did. <laughs> and it got to the point that he got so uncomfortable that he got, yeah, that's enough, mate. That's enough, yeah. mate. <laughs> and which it, is one of those moments where we. That's why I think we're both in sync with that. We like that little bit of uncomfortableness. Yeah. In your humour, you know, when things go on that little bit longer than they should. I always find yeah. that funny. And it's the fact it's not even like a real sort of wrestling match. He's just got hold of like his, <laughs> his arm, hasn't he? And he's just trying to struggle to get out of the arm. And it's like the little sort of like step sideways. That's he's it. trying to get out of the way. <laughs> okay, then. Right. Well, we'll put that. Let's put a uh, curtain wrestling. Uh, the aftermath. I'm going to put that at number nine. 
There you go. So, okay, so what's your number eight then? So mine's minor injuries on when she's fallen over and being picked up. Vicar, your finger's going up my ass. Wow, that's your number eight. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. just because it's a great line in a great little moment, but it's a short snippet. So it's absolute comedy gold, and it ends that scene. Because when you first watch it, you're like, did I hear that right? <laughs> what yeah. she just said. So that's why it's lower. It's not being demeaning of its comedy value. It's only because it's such a small bit of comedy gold compared to a lot of the others. Well, I'm shooting my wad straight away. That is my number one. As as just as a moment, for pretty much that exact reason, that very first time that they, they it, it happened, I thought, did did they actually say that? <laughs> and I'm fascinated, like I said, that it cuts so quickly afterwards that I'm sure that everybody just... And it for me, it is just a great moment. Mm-hmm. You know, a moment I don't think has to be the whole scene or, you know, a whole, a whole bit of dialogue. That, for me, is just one of those moments that I think you can look, watch that however many times and will always just, like, I'll just belly laugh every time I see that. I mean, I struggled where to put it, I'll be honest, and that's why it's at my number eight. It it moved around because of my explanation I've just said before, because it was such a little perfect little nugget of comedy gold, it sort of moved down. No pun intended. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So, well, let's, let's, let's be diplomatic. I'll move it up happily, the list. Okay. Because I do find it very, very funny. Okay, I mean, again, so let, in regards to negotiation, if I'm putting that at number one and you're doing that at number eight, I mean... Do you want to know my number one now? I mean, no, no, gonna, no, 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 okay. no. Well, I'll tell you what, um, I'm just going to put it alongside the, the chart and yeah. we'll just have a look and see how the chart well, we, unfolds. Well, fabulous. Um, have we got any correspondence we could chip in with at this well, moment? Well, let, let me go through the uh, ones that I've got. So um, Kim Penniston said, there are so many great moments, but my ultimate favourite has to be when the vicar shouts at Len after Kerry's footballing accident and Curtin comments, that was brutal. I thought he was going to cry. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I, I think I, when, when we say this, I'm not going to say whether I've got these in my top ten. No, normally, but a great moment. A Indeed. great moment. Uh, Laura Bourne said, um, actually, it's my birthday tomorrow as we're recording this. So happy birthday, birthday Laura. Laura. Happy birthday to you. And to you. Uh, and she said, um, uh, I would die of joy if you were to wish me happy birthday. Please don't do that. Just enjoy that we've said happy birthday yeah. to you. Uh, top moment. You is- give her the bumps? Uh, wow. <laughs> Uh, virtually <laughs> virtual bumps yes virtual bumps top moment is undoubtedly when Curtin goes to the work on the building site in threatening letters and they eat the homemade cakes Martin testing the crumb of the cake like he's Mary Berry makes me cry laugh every time uh, and it's circa 13 minutes 32 seconds in and even though he doesn't say a word it's amazing yeah, well, we've seen it live, haven't we? We have indeed. We have Again, indeed. Uh, which I'm just going to quickly plug while you're doing these read-throughs. Our, our final uh, live show is available as we record this next year in May. There should still be tickets available. Yeah, May well the done. 28th. <laughs> so you'll see iconic moments like this, like we had in the last live one. We've had Martin Mucklow live on the stage doing his uh, cake reviews with Dan. Yeah. 
Indeed. That was fun, wasn't it? It was. It was great. So you right. may get more comedy gold like that at the next live one. Get your tickets now. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Hannah Babich, I think it could be. B-A-B-I-C. That sounds yeah, that sounds good. Uh, where Curtin surprises the vicar when he gets off the train after his visit to Bristol. <laughs> that was good. That is, that's on my list, actually. Oh, is it? Right. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, but not oh, on my main list. Right, That was right. on my other list. It didn't okay. hit my top ten, but I did have it there. Uh, or when <laughs> they call Sue, pretending to be farmer, asking for his six pound, which she paid the day before. That was a good one. That is. Uh, Leah Lapish. Says the reveal of Mandy's tattoos. <laughs> Classic. Classic. Helena White says the scene where they drive away from Mandy in driving lesson. Stop hitting the bin and being uh, around the wrong way. So much happens to make it the best scene. Uh, and Izzy Simmons says the conversation with Mandy going on about Harry McClary after Kerry tells her about book club. <laughs> so that's another one. We'll go, we'll go through some more a little bit later on. Uh, thank you very much. For those. Yes, thank you. Uh, so where are we? We're at number seven. Well, my yeah. number seven. So my number seven is the whole uh, Vickers ball bag. Um, okay, it's rock hard ball bag. Conversation. And the, the confusion um, that obviously Curtin doesn't want to tell Kerry what he's been talking about, just men's stuff. Um, and then it's about his his ball bag and his ball going black or whatever and, and going hard as stone and going to drop off. And then when the vicar comes out and says, oh, as Curtin told you all about it then. And just that, that fantastic line from Kurt, Kerry saying to Curtin, why is he so proud of it? Yeah. <laughs> Another I, great moment. I didn't yeah. have that on my list, funnily. Yeah, from GNVQ. That is a fantastic moment. Right, you're number seven. So Peeping Tom, Martin's Peeping Explanation to Kerry. We tried it. Okay. I just found that... Absolutely funny. That's where Paul's in his uh, element <laughs> when he does that dark sort of humour. Where it goes a little bit black, you know, Fred West, he's done some iffy things <laughs> and all of that sort of thing. So that's in line with that. And it just, it makes me laugh. And it still makes me laugh when I see that episode now. So, and again, it's another one that's been very, very quoted again. It, it crops up all over the place now, doesn't it? Especially if you're on these forums. It does. What did you have for number eight again? Um, the uh, fingers going up my ass. Ah, right. That's right. That's why we've got nothing for number eight at the moment, have we? Okay. Um, yeah. So this is going to be so. <clears throat> but then the fact is that I'd forgotten about that bit that you mentioned, and the black, and then the rock hard ball bag. Right. So the bit you're talking about is when. Kerry you know, is talking to him. So he's talking about the, the DNA on the tennis racket. Yeah, yeah, and all of that. So the peeping uh, st- explanations. Okay, yes. well, let's let's go for that at number eight. Okay. Yeah, and then go for the Vicar ball bag at number seven. Okie doke. Because you've done, you've done your number seven. That's your number yeah, seven. Yeah, that's yeah. it, yeah. So we'll go for the peeping story at number eight and the Vicar's... I can't believe I'm writing Vicar's ball bag. Just leave leave it lying around (laughs) for a a top ten. Okay, right. What's your number six? Um, Well, this is where I was struggling to put these in because these are all iconic from six, five, and down. So let's put Mandy's tattoo book there because that's still again. It's just comedy gold. Those pictures you weren't quite expecting them to be as shit as they really were, were you? When you first saw them. 
and I don't do I only do large ones. So yeah, the tattoo book. What's not to love? What's not to love about Grant from EastEnders that can also turn into Greg from MasterChef? What I is know, not to it's, love? and the thing is, it is iconic. Uh, the weird thing is that that isn't even in my top ten. Really, it isn't. No, the I, I had uh, Vicar and the Traffic Warden as number six. What outside? Yes, <laughs> the, just the the visuals of the vicar losing it and like Curtin doing the commentary on it going, you know, that's, he needs to get rid of his dirty water. That's what that is. That's, <laughs> that's what he needs to do. And just that whole thing is that, you know, the, the vicar's arms going up like some madman, and not, you can't hear what he's saying, but you can see that he's get his fiery Francis. He's getting so worked up. Yeah. And I just think that whole bit, but, See the thing is, the Mandy tattoos are iconic. They're they're really iconic. I can imagine people getting real tattoos of those tattoos. Oh yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you that one, mate. Oh, I think you've had a match. I'm gonna give you that one because again, and the thing is that the ones that aren't in our top ten, we're not saying that they're they're not good. It's just no, the, the, it's hard. So isn't many. It? There's so yeah, just like the vicar's ball bag. It's 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 like Sophie's choice. <laughs> <laughs> what you mean, Curtin's ex girlfriend? Oh yeah, there you go, <laughs> cha-ching, <laughs> cha-ching. Uh, okay, right for number five, I've got the court sketch. Okay, <laughs> which I think again becomes one of those iconic little things. Um, and the fact that, like, like Kurt, and we've said it before when we do the recap episodes and that, but but Curtin is just incredulous to the fact that just how they look. That Martin looks fine, yeah. But Kerry and Kurt <laughs> look like some of the Adams family. <laughs> he said, "Well, he says not a, not a human on this planet looks like that." <laughs> but it's also, I think, it's also good because. For anybody that has that has watched series one and series two, and there's the ha- the 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 um, uh, what's it called at the end of series two, then you've got the cliffhanger, mm. and you wonder what's happened to Kerry. That's the first moment that you hear and see Kerry. Yeah, because he's going on at the screen, and you're seeing Nibsy trying to get a word with Martin Mucklow, and then off of screen you hear Kerry and it yeah. almost then makes you go ah oh, right she's not in prison that's fine and it calms you down a little like, it calmed me down a little yeah, bit yeah. and it just made you think right okay that's cool she's she's not like she's just dobbed her dad in but she's not got herself into trouble as such she got like community service or whatever but to be fair i'd i'd forgotten actually about that picture. <laughs> and it's making me laugh thinking about it so i'm going to give you my number five and this does make me laugh but people might think i'm a bit black for finding it quite funny is martin's speech to kerry about having no empathy at the end of uh, family lawyers i had that i had that on my list i had that on my list so that was my number five but now I come to think of it, I'm quite prepared because it's making me chuckle thinking of that picture. What, with the court sketch? Yeah, that's a fucking blinder, isn't it? That really right. is. Okay, well, we're going to put court sketch in. Then that's where... not to take away from that moment with no empathy, you know? That yeah. whole speech. Listen carefully. and um, You know, if you think that Paul isn't a trained actor and then listen to that speech, honestly, it's such good acting. Well, I was doing some... I was doing some editing over the weekend, um, getting episodes ready 
to go on uh, podcastradio.co.uk, which, uh, you know, as this is being released, hopefully the episodes will have been out. And I've had to snip all the, the swearing out of the episodes. Right. Uh, and I listened to the first part of that with Daisy and Charlie, where Daisy was saying that, that her dad, like, didn't know his lines for that part. So she had to like have her line, his lines like near her so that he could do his lines. But I mean, there's that. No, you couldn't tell, but there's that part, the, the, the the bit in series three where he's talking about hovering over Mm. baby Kerry, same kind of thing. It's that little bit dark, it's not a little bit dark. It's really dark. The, the, the one in the third series is very, it's very dark. Very dark. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I've 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 gone for that. Uh, we'll, we'll go for that for number five. Right, number four at the moment, penciled in is BLT. But what have you got for number four? I have the Scarecrow Festival, the very first episode. And uh, the bit when Curtin in the background goes marching through shirtless with flames yeah. <laughs> just makes me laugh. Because, I, I, I mean, I don't know people that did that, but I know people with that level of anger that all of a sudden, if they got pissed off, especially when we were at school, they didn't get picked for the football team. This one kid, I suddenly saw him behind the teacher, was ripping down the football nets. All <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> So it reminds me of that sort of anger and it makes me laugh. It just makes me laugh a lot. And it's one of those moments that it's not it's not the main focus of that scene, is it? It's no. like it's like it's it's caught in the background. Yeah. And I love those sort of moments where it's I'm not with you. You know, I love those little bits that you've got to look for it actually, because oh he's gone off and then all of a sudden the next <laughs> next shot is everything's in flames. Yes, <laughs> they're trying to throw the buckets of water over. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, um, that was a that was a big moment for me. And uh, you know, it's the first episode and it, it landed with a you know, it landed running, didn't it? You know, it was it was yeah. Yeah, just everything about that moment is so funny. It landed running. That's a it great did. way of putting it. Uh, for number four, I've got Mandy slaps curtain. This is in uh, minor injuries. Womble. <laughs> yeah. So that whole point where she's saying that curtain, you know, did you upset my mum? And curtain, like you can just again, brilliantly acted by both of them. Mm. But but curtain by Charlie, it's just you can tell that he's absolutely shitting himself. And and I wish we'd asked Ashley, like how many takes that must have been because or whether. Whether even Charlie knew that he was going, she was going to slap him across the face mm. because it comes out of nowhere, and it almost looks like like Charlie is trying not to laugh. Um, <laughs> and then that that other moment is like as she's walking out. I don't know whether I mentioned it before, but when you watch it, she sort of got a smile on her face, and then just before she goes off camera, the smile from her face disappears. So whether she didn't know that she was in shot or whether that was part of the character, I don't know. Possibly. I, I find that really, really strange to watch. It's a, again, it's a very funny moment. And you know from experience of knowing people like the real Mandy's, if they'd have threatened you like that, you'd have been the one bricking it as well. Exactly. But it's almost like that's her being a psychopath, is that one minute she's laughing, next mm. minute she's like got a dead... I mean, I don't know whether it was that deep. i got no idea. Um, right, but at the moment, we've got BLT at number four. Right. So... Some, ooh, if it was, we're going to make it, some notes, yeah. Yeah, but if it was a choice between BLT, mine or yours, for number four, I would choose BLT. Yeah, me. 
completely. BOT so think, is far too iconic. Yeah, yeah. I think, and I, I, I feel like I've, I'm sort of, I've, I've let the this country world down by not even have the BLT in my top ten. No, no, you really did, didn't you? you had it number ten. Oh, it? I had a, yeah, number nine, something like that. Yeah. So yeah. no, it's it's. This is the thing with comedy. You know, you're going to have people listening to this and they're going to be, what the fuck are you talking about, Pablo and Neil? You don't know anything. But the thing <laughs> is, comedy, which we probably don't, but no. the, the thing is, comedy is subjective, isn't it? You know, what we find funny, we both have similar sense of humour, as I would say. Yeah. And I know for a fact there's going to be hundreds of people that would not find what we find funny, funny at all. Exactly. So it's all subjective. This is only our top ten. This isn't a definitive... Yeah, it is. It's, it's, definitive. <laughs> it, 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 it's the law. Okay, um, so we've got the, we've got the top three left to do. Uh, before we do that, let's go through a few more of these uh, from the fans and the listeners. Uh, Kate Donaghy says, "Curtin Mucklow and the Skip gets me every time." Fantastic. Uh, Millie Clinton says, uh, "Vicar, don't the Lord work in mysterious ways?" Absolutely killed me off. That was series three. That was, yeah. Yeah, yeah, when, when he, uh, Kerry shouts it. Duncan James, I don't know if it's from Blue, whether it it's that, be. the Duncan James, I don't know. Um, where the vicar thinks Curtin is trying to mug him as he crosses the train bridge and that puts him funny. on his ass. That Classic. is funny. Okay, Dean Brown has a few here. So he says, Curtin and the skip. Yep. Martin's peeping explanation to Kerry. Oh, there you go. There you go. Martin's obscene monologues about his sex life. <laughs> how, they, how they do that with a straight face. Well, if you look at YouTube and some of the bloopers, you um, know they didn't. Uh, they didn't do it with a straight face. Crumpets without holes. Curtain and Slug circling each other in the card shop. Mandy giving her martial arts demo. Mandy's first appearance. When Kerry is outed for being the force behind the plumbing. Kerry and Martin in the van while he persuaded her to go to the police and confess, but won't even take her there. Best bit last, arguably, Kerry throwing a tantrum when her shoe is thrown on the train, followed by the almost heartbreaking way she tries to summon up her dignity to ask why he would throw the shoe on the train. Curtain's inane grin says it all. They are both permanently stuck in the mentality and wonder of year seven kids. I think that's being generous. Uh, Waiting for the maturity bus. That's nice. I like that. But they have just no idea where it stops. Besides, would the driver even let them on if Curtain's been accused of sexting his nan? Absolutely (laughs) loved it. So thank you, Dean. That was quite good because there's a few in there that... That we said, yeah. Well done, Dean. There is some great moments. Uh, Sarah Wilkinson says, the bus timetable bit at the beginning of minor injuries. Kerry when Curtain's throwing her trainer on the train. Curtain's nonchalant response uh, during the fafaffle. The vicar's (laughs) face most of the time, especially at book club. Uh, Kay Parry says, Mandy Tyson and the blind man. (laughs) Uh, Curtain and Jean's open garden. Mandy reading her stories to the vicar. And uh, Liz Wallacher says, God, so many, but the trainer on the train is absolute genius. I've applied to go on a radio quiz where I had to submit a specialised subject, and I went for this country. Don't know if I'll be able to get through it without laughing. Oh, good luck to that if you do get through. Yeah, good luck to that. Um, Yeah, so we've got another couple of pages of those to do, which we'll do a little bit uh, later. Right, so we're on to the big top three. Yeah, well, you know Uh, my number three already. What was your number three? Tomorrow! Oh, right, okay, so we've already done that one. For me, but I don't know your number three. Well, my number three is Curtain and the Wheelbarrow. Okay. From Threatening Letters. I mean, we again... 
in one of our uh, live shows, we went into it with a lot of detail mm. uh, and made it look like a, an old silent movie because we think it's it's straight out of Laurel and Hardy. It's mm. straight it out of Charlie Chaplin, those kind of movies. Well, I'm going to blow my load and tell you that that's my number two. Ooh. Well, Because we... I absolutely, that is near on pure, perfect physical comedy that Charlie did there. Okay, right. So let me think now because, right, well, I, obviously my number one finger up the arsehole, um, we're going to have to try and find somewhere to put it yeah aren't we and i mean it depends let me right so let me let me go through so that my number three is the wheelbarrow yeah my number two is the wheelbarrow my number two is the whole driving bit of driving lesson okay is that your number one is that your number one is that your number well then to be honest i think that should be number one if that's my number two and you're number one. Comedy think, genius. The first time that we properly see outside both of them physical comedy. Yeah. Do you see what I mean? It's The whole situation is just right from Ashley turning up with the, the brick in the pillowcase to get out of here to the whole bit where we're facing the wrong way. Yeah. That, it's just that, it's a whole just, section. Yeah. Um, Kerry running after... And how many times... I mean, they Curtin wasn't doing it as a joke, but how many times... If you've had your other half or another member of family that they have the door open and the car's running that you that you, you drive off just a little bit, drive off just a little bit. But that whole thing and just the way that Kerry looks when she's running yes. as, as fast as she can, then the realisation, shit, we're around the wrong way. And then the fact that the vicar doesn't even realise because he's so like... That's up, isn't he? He's angry. His, his mind is going. So I think putting that at number one is fine. So what have you got as number two then? So my number two was ah, tra- so that- uh, the skip, the whole bit with the skip, and then my right. number one was uh, the driving lesson. So what's your number three? Uh, tomato. Tomato. So, I mean, look, I know it's going to be a bit of a... Um, if we put finger up the ass as number three, would you be happy with that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know I had it at number eight, but and then if we put number two, a... number two would be what was the one you had? Skip. Yes, the wheelbarrow and skip. So let's just go through that top ten and see if if we're happy with this. So at number ten, Curtin slaps a drink out of Slugs's hand. Great moment. At number nine, Curtain Wrestling with the Vicar. Yep. At number eight is Martin's whole peeping story with the DNA on the tennis racket. Yep. At number seven is uh, the story of the Vicar's ball bag. And <laughs> and why is he so why is he so happy about it? <laughs> At number six is Mandy's tattoos. At number five is the whole court sketch. Yep. At number four is the BLT. Yep. And number three is finger up the ass. <laughs> number two. 
<laughs> if anybody was listening in now, the, the whole court sketch and the whole finger up the arse. I just really wish I'd got the, the Alan Fre- Freeman music one. Copyright issues. Yeah, number three is finger up the arse. All right. <laughs> Pop figures. Pop figures. And number two is Curtain with the wheelbarrow and the skip. And number one is Curtain Kerry driving off in driving lesson. I think that's a pretty good. I think that's um, a great top 10. Pretty good top 10. So what we need to try and remember is we'll put this out once the episode comes out. Yes. For then to people to have the discussion. So if you're listening to this, we will drop the top 10 somewhere. And let the discussions begin. Let the discussions begin, indeed. And the fact that, um, uh, yeah, I think I think we I think we negotiated that quite well. Mm. I was just but looking. We're quite close to a lot of what we like, aren't we? Which is says a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was looking at the uh, the ones like I had Slugs's run. Yeah, which was another great moment, which I recreated perfectly. Yeah, and the Vicar Shaitan at Len. Yeah, you did the Vicar Shaitan at Len. Um, the and watch again, which is my you know, everyone I knows nearly had my... that in mind and watch again, which is just one of those moments. Yeah, I had the Scorsese shot in double dinners. Was when, um, oh, what the long tracking shot? Yeah, so you've got Kerry finishing off with like this massive mouthful of what looks like jam roly poly and custard, and then going all the way home and getting the sausage and and waffles or whatever it is that she's got. And I'm just wondering how many times they did that because you get full pretty quick if you're having a big mouthful of jam roly-poly and then... You would, wouldn't you? Remember what Michael said about um, drinking all that squash? Exactly. So imagine with, with food. So with food. Oh, you feel but so... Then Daisy was pregnant then, so she was eating for two. That is true. That is true. Um, I also had Kate Shoesy. Who's a psychopath? Was that another great one um the crease between his bollocks was another <laughs> one the hearing aid one as well in um in family loyalties when curtains behind the bar oh yes and there's one person in the bar in the bar whose hearing aid is this and nobody <laughs> turns right that's such a great great yeah. gag absolutely it's like a classic gag isn't it it's it just is a, a reinvented of the same joke but brilliant yeah, and then um, Slugs and Kaylee and Grease was another one that I thought was... Him that was them. funny. When we first watched that, I remember seeing it at the preview and both me and you belly laugh when we saw them Slugs come walking walk the corner. Corner. <laughs> That's so good. So good. <laughs> Right, let's go through uh, a few more. Well, the, the, the last three pages of these. Yeah, we'll fly pages. through some, yeah. Two and a half pages. Right, Kim Gaylor says, mine is Len in his lockup with Kerry. The tea towels all right exchange is one of the most poignant pieces of writing ever. It really shows how Daisy and Charlie have mastered comedy and pathos in a glorious mix. I yeah, think yeah. so, so clever and well acted. The absolutely beautiful, the absolutely beautiful part <laughs> is we see later that Len has filled the garage again in the Dyson episode. So, yeah, um, fair point. Brilliant point she's yeah. made. Yeah, although that was Ker- that was that was Kerry's one that had all the Dysons in it, didn't it? It was. Not, it wasn't not, Lens. It no. wasn't Lens. No. Anyway, James Pottinger said uh, the number one is easily knock that drink out of the woman's hand, which okay. is which is now officially the tenth best uh, this country moment. Uh, Cecilia Jenkinson says Curtin's behaviour at the Scarecrow competition. Oh my God. 
My grandson cut his curtain hairstyle this summer after all his mates started calling him curtain and I showed him this episode. He looked and behaves just like him. Ha ha ha. This show is well crafted. It's the funniest thing I've seen on telly and I'm in my 60s. I've watched a lot of telly. <laughs> Actually, let me... Re- she says, sorry, in my, in my 60 years... Sorry, that makes her 60, not her 60s, because that would imply that she's older than 60. Sorry, Cecilia. Uh, Paulio Barnes says Kerry wanting the toilet in Curtin's new house. Yeah. But wasn't that part of the... That was a deleted scene, That was a deleted scene, I think. But that was funny. It was very funny. That was funny. Um, Jenny Turner says has to be the crumpets. Great uh, scene. Lee Boot said, that, yeah, and that never made our, either of our top ten. Yeah, I didn't even think about that one, though. There you go. Lee Boot says, Curtin thry, uh, throwing Kerry's shoe on the train and Kerry having a fit. Martin and Curtin having a fight. I fight gypsy rules. Uh, Sue Tomato. Reverend Seaton's son drunk in the market square. Was Again. Mandy the tattoo artist. Mandy telling Tyson to fuck off. Curtin saying to Martin, you dirty peeping bastard, which was another good one. Uh, and he says, I've many more, but that was enough. Thank you very much for that, Lee. Caroline Lancashire said, by far, Curtin not crying in oven space. That was a good one. That was. The whole uh, episode is classic, though, isn't it? That in, episode. It is, it is. I think that's starting to become my favourite, you know. Mm, There's so uh, much in it. There's yeah, a lot of lot of yeah. brilliant writing in that. Indeed. Um, uh, the lovely Paula Neat says, oh my goodness, it's far too difficult to choose my favourite moment, but here's a couple. The look to camera from Reverend Francis Seaton at TK Maxx changing rooms is just perfectly brilliant. I think this is one of my very favourite moments. Uh, Reverend Francis Seaton recalling of his time at home with his father in driving lesson. Uh, again. Heartbreaking, like, like Paula says, gut-wrenching. My tears didn't stop falling for a long while. Again, poor Shahidi was perfectly brilliant. Mandy, the bird's nest and the little old blind man. <laughs> Mandy, book club. There are no words to describe how utterly brilliant Ashley was in delivering this. Absolutely true. Curtin reading the threatening letter in Kerry's kitchen. I was in stitches. Again, tears streaming down my face when Kerry looks to the sky and claps to slugs for shit stirring from beyond the grave. This was just perfect. I could literally go on and on and on and on. There are so many brilliant moments. Uh, right, on Twitter, at Death to Spinach. <laughs> Great name. Uh, got to be when Mandy is walking Tyson. Come on, Tyson, you prick. Yes. Overhearing Kerry talking about her. Ashley Maguire is a full-on genius. At Outrovision, sorry, Outroversion, Curtain plus Skip Slap, that drink, don't smoke, I vape, Vickers Rockard ball bag. <laughs> ah, right, hang on a minute. No, I, th- I think he's used a slash to separate his moments it wasn't it wasn't curtain plus skips <laughs> it was curtain plus skip yeah flap that drink don't smoke i vape vickers rockard ball bag slugs is gym crumpet holes slugs and kaylee at grease night move on all bowls club bits curtains lying phase i'm glad i got that right in the end thank you at outro version uh, at one foot in the pod Oh. Uh, just the sight of Kerry in her henchman's suit with Curtin likening her to Andy Fordham. <laughs> no, that, that was good. Which is, he's, he's done this it's a couple of times because you've got the Uncle Fester reference as exactly. well when she's in the, you know, the vital, vitality. Yeah, yeah. vitality, yeah. And then that, that, then you can see where they got the, for the uh, court sketch then. Yeah. Things like that. 
Um, yeah. Uh, also, Big Mandis, who's a psychopath scene. At Lancashire Linda, when Curtin's phones Sue pretended to be Tony from the dairy farm. I gave you the money yesterday. Uh, at Stoker Jane, random acts of kindness. Sue's suggestion to Kerry about wiping her ass. Another <laughs> great line. Uh, at William Selden says, in driving lesson from when Mandy leans into the car with a brick and a pillar case until the vicar gets back in the car, I think. You're absolutely right, at William Selden, because that is officially the best moment of this country. Just brilliant writing, brilliant acting, brilliant performing. Indeed. We're nearly there. At Mark G1815 says, Jacob, I thought that was his dog. (laughs) The uh, the vicar's son. And finer at Connor Gill, final. And finally, at Connor Gilmore, really love the last scene of series one, the This Country Is Ours bit. I just think it's so humble. Uh-huh. But definitely my most funny, mo- funniest moment is finger going up my asshole, mate. Yeah. So thank you very much to everybody for your feedback there. That was very, very kind of you to give us your favourite moments. But we have to say that officially now, the number one moment of this country history is Curtin driving off with Kerry hitting the bin, um, making Kerry have to run, getting back, and the car being the wrong way around is officially the number one moment of this country. And from that episode, it's now fast becoming probably my second favourite episode. Yeah. I think it's, I think, I think it's my favourite episode of Series 3. Without a doubt for me. Without I think a doubt. it is. Yeah. Although I have to, again, thinking about it now, the very last scene of series uh, of uh, episode six, where Kerry admits that she's never watched this, the, the documentary. Yeah. It's just another bit of genius. It's it another, is. It it's, is. It. it's absolutely full of them. They're rich with pickings. Yes. Didn't he used to be in uh, Blazing Saddles? <laughs> <laughs> rich pickings. Yeah. Uh, Ron Pickering. Uh, Ron Pickering. I mean, the thing is, like, now... You know, the series has finished and we've watched it numerous, numerous times. So all of the episodes now, you know, we've watched. We ask this of our guests every, you know, every time we do a Superfan episode. But, you know, what's your favourite series now? I'm still going to go for series... It was not series three at the moment because I've watched series one and two by far a lot more still. Um... I haven't dissected it quite as much as I have series three of the other two. Oh, I don't know. Overall, I might say series two. Right. It's series one for me. Yeah. You see, I think I'm it's... torn. I might say overall series two, just because of the strength of every episode is strong, isn't it? In series... Not that they're not strong in series one. Oh, I don't know. Can I have one T, two T? No. You can't, Neil. What do right, you I'll stick with two. I'll stick with two. It'll change next week, but I'll stick with two. Okay, well, we'll do this episode again next week. <laughs> you know. So, okay, so let's just let's just reminisce. Just to finish off, let's just reminisce a little bit in regards to, you know, we're, we're now sort of nearly at 150 episodes, which is crazy. It is crazy. And we are at three years, and it's... Um, Again, I don't want to say who's been your favourite guest. They've all um, been my favourite. I love them all. But I have to say, again, I, I, I picked 10 episodes to send to podcast at radio.co.uk. Um, and I was listening back to the Lawrence Llewellyn Bowen, Jackie Llewellyn Bowen episode. 
And my God, that was so much fun. You know, that yeah. it was, it was, it was one of those moments that I've, I, I will freely admit that beforehand I didn't know how that episode was going to go because I, I, I didn't know what Lawrence was going to be like. Um, and it was just an absolute joy. Both of them, J- Jackie and Lawrence, were an absolute joy. Mm. And it was a surreal moment to have him sat like opposite us. Absolutely. Both fully, of them, though. Fully quaffed in his <laughs> three piece, like, you know, pinstripe suit, hair perfectly quaffed. And as, as, as you said, that he smelt lovely. It always um, smells divine, that <laughs> yeah. man. Um, and Jackie was just the sweetest, nicest person that you could ever meet. And it was, it was definitely one of the sort of like highlights that we've had in the shed. Definitely. And then you say that we, you know, having Craig Parkinson here and um, and and this surreal moment of doing an interview where you've got Armando Iannucci talking to you, and we've had some great guests like that. I mean, Rebecca Front is another one. If you've not searched hers out, she was fantastic. And to speak to somebody so highly regarded as an actress, and I love her work, it was another one. Um, we've got one coming up that I thoroughly enjoyed, so I highly recommend. Well, it will have been out by the time this comes out, but um, Jeremy Vine was huge. I think that was a really fun one. He was a lot of fun, Jezza. <laughs> um, are we allowed to call him? Are we friends with him now? Are we allowed to call him Of course him we that? are. Of course we are. Um, Next time we're in London, we get to ride his penny farthing. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, oh, there were, there's so many guests that to name. They've all been wonderful. I don't, you know, the whole Fingers on Buzzers crew has just been great. Um, Oh, I don't want to single anyone out. I really don't. Just, no. I've just got to thank everybody, if they're listening to this from the bottom of my heart, for having the opportunity to speak to you and being so much fun. And we've been very lucky, as we've said right from the start, with um, with Daisy and Charlie and Paul and mm. Paul Shahidi and Ashley and uh, just you know everybody else, cast and crew, that have come on uh, and chatted to us numerous times. Um, way more many times than probably, you know, they should um, or we deserve. But, you know, everybody, we're all here because we love the show so much. And for the fact that all those guys get to, to, to give us their time and um, who knows what's going to happen in, in the future in regards to, to Daisy and Charlie and this country. And... Well, I mean, it's been reported they're writing a new thing. What that is, who knows? Yeah. But that's, the... that's something to be excited about. We've then got the American office. Hopefully that will kick and be as good as the American office. The American, the American office. This country. I, I was going to say, I hope it then becomes like the American office and funny in its own right. Yeah. Um, there's a lot to look forward to, isn't there? I mean, Daisy and Charlie, they're only just starting. You know, they're young and they've got a lot ahead of them. They've got a lot of talent to take with them. So I think we're going to be watching them for a long time. And I think it'll be, look, I mean, we'll carry on doing the podcast for as long as I think Mm. we can, you know, and if it means that we're not talking about this country, you know, I think following Daisy and Charlie on their adventures and, you know, what they're going to, you know, I mean, at the moment, we've still got people that love talking about this country. And mm. I think that, I think that may only grow and, you know, who knows when it comes to the 10 year special that they do. 
Yeah, and also we've got to remember it's going on to Dave, and it will that will find a whole new audience on yeah. there. It really will. Yeah. Um. So, and we've got Daisy coming up on Taskmaster. Indeed. Talking to Dave, who used to be on Dave, and is now gone to Channel Four. But that's going to be good. Yeah, I need to watch that because I've never watched it. It's very funny. Is it? <laughs> yeah. No, very yeah. funny. I've is that? Greg Davis, does he do that? Does he? he uh, he's that? like the main taskmaster, and then you've got um, Alex Horn, uh, little Alex Horn, is his right hand man, who who basically created the show, right, and sets all the tasks, and he's like the scorekeeper, and the two of them have got a great dynamic. It's very funny, and I then they that. just have top comedians as well as comedians that I'd never heard of, and now find quite funny when I see them. So it introduces right. you to new people. Okay, highly recommend it. Okay, I'm going to give especially that a go. the Bob Mortimer series. Right. Okay, I'll have to. I'll, we'll have to watch that. So, if there's if there's a bucket list guest that you still want to nab, who um, who, who would it be for you? Ooh, Russell Brand, who's always said he loves this country. Jack Whitehall, I'd love to speak to those two. Um, who else? Trying to think. Well, let's put those two first. I'd love to get those in, ensnare them in. And somebody else who said they loved um, this country, who doesn't very often do interviews, but I think would be great fun, is Frankie Boyle. Oh, I didn't know that he said he yeah, liked it. Yeah, yeah, he said he enjoyed it on... He was on the radio, I think, and he said, he mentioned it as one of his uh, TV shows that he enjoyed recently. Okay. So I think he'd be very funny. Yeah, I think for me it'd be... Um... It's, it's Kathy Burke and Dawn French. Are the yeah, two. those two as well. You know, yeah. I, would, I would, I would love to to nail them. Podcasting wise, yeah. <laughs> can't say things like that now. No. Like now. I know what you meant, though. I know. So, so there you go. We've done it. We've we've uh, we've had a, a wonderful time. Um, it's a shame that we can't, you know, get a birthday cake and and uh, you know, but but there you go. Uh, you know. Three years. 150 episodes as well, nearly, aren't we? Or over nearly. now? We're, we're yeah. nearly, yeah. It's Three crazy. years of it. Isn't it crazy? Isn't it crazy? Wonderful but times. It. Wonderful Listen, times. Here's to the next three years. Indeed. And thank you to every single one of you that has subscribed, downloaded, listened, gave us feedback. Come and saw the, us, yeah. Come to the live shows. Um, you know, talk to us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, you know, we we are but standing on shoulders of giants. That's that's our job. But if it means it's uh, it 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 sends the show to more people, if it makes it live on a little bit longer, so that people get to hear it and get to see it, all the better. That's what we're here for. Absolutely. Uh, so again, thank you very much. Thank you very much, Pav. And Neil, do you want to do? Oh, yeah, you got. Hey, it might be. Hey, you know, I've got a job to do. Yeah, it might just be the birthday. The page, right? It might be the birthday, but here we go. You can come and find us on all the social media sites at uh, This Country Pod. You can go to our website where you can find all sorts of information, including tickets for our live show at WTAFpodcast.com. Or if you've got any questions or anything you'd like to ask us, please do email us at WTAFthiscountry at hotmail.com. Wonderful. 
Uh, and please come and support the podcast. You can go to patreon.com forward slash WTAF. Uh, we have uh, loads of different levels. You can get uh, access to the podcast earlier than everybody else. And you, there's, there's all, everything's there. Just go there. That's fine. Or if you want to just uh, do a one-off to uh, help support the podcast, just go to coffee.com, ko-fi.com forward slash WTAF uh, and buy us a coffee. That would Most be appreciated. That would be wonderful. Thank you so much. Um, so there, so that's it. Uh, happy birthday, Neil. Happy birthday, Pav. Thank you so much. And uh, and we will see you soon for another wonderful episode. <laughs> I don't know what to say there. I was going to say, go get plunger fuckers. Scarecrow Festival is like the most important day of the year. This is just ridiculous. What the actual fuck? Autumn is in the air, and Manscaped is here to ensure you don't carve your pumpkins when you're grooming. By pumpkins, we actually mean your boys downstairs. In fact, Manscaped is on a mission to change the way you approach caring for your balls. And great news, they just released their products in the UK, Canada and Australia. Now, I've listened to plenty of ads on podcasts where they say they've had the best night's sleep ever or how easy it was to make meals. But I have to tell you, I have been walking on air since using Manscaped's revolutionary Lawnmower 3.0. It's the best trimmer for your butt, balls and body. The Lawnmower 3.0 trimmer offers a replaceable ceramic blade with advanced skin-safe technology, which helps reduce grooming accidents. Their new Weed Whacker ear and nose hair trimmer uses the same skin-safe technology when you're trimming those delicate nose hairs of yours. The Crop Care Kit includes the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant. Everyone knows pumpkin spice lattes and ball deodorant go hand in hand. Crop Cleanser Body Wash, a full body wash that you can also use on your hair. Crop Mop Ball Wipes, you never know when an opportunity strikes, so you should always be prepared. Plus, you don't want to stink when you sit around that Thanksgiving dinner for Americans only. If you suffer from stank foot or stand on your feet all day, then I have a product for you. The Foot Duster Foot Deodorant. The cooling tea tree oil offers a pleasant experience for the stankiest feet and allows you to take your shoes off in confidence. The Manscaped Refined Cologne is a cost-effective way to smell clean and fresh for your date. The Crop Cleanser Hair and Body Wash was designed with aloe vera and sea salt to leave your skin clean, fresh, moisturised and reinvigorated. These formulations are all vegan, cruelty-free, dye-free, sulphate-free and paraben-free, so you know your manhood is in good hands. Get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com with the code WTAF. That's 20% off plus free shipping when you go to manscaped.com and use the code WTAF. Hi, I'm Pav. I'm Neil. 
We're here to tell you about our new exciting project, the Top 10 of Anything podcast. Phenomenal! That's right, Neil. We grab a guest or two, pick a subject, then bring our own Top 10s to the pod. Yes! It could be Top 10 scary movies, Top 10 swear words, Top 10 breakfast foods, anything! Oh, you saucy devil! Indeed, Neil. Our first episode will be online very soon, so subscribe on all your usual podcast platforms so you don't miss it. Yes. The Top 10 of Anything podcast. Let's begin the countdown. Phenomenal.